Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you've had a chance to take a look at our previous podcast on empathy. It is a really important milestone and um, step in this SEL process that we call our entire lives. Um, So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, please go listen to that. I'm here again with Tom today to talk about... Kindness. 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 So, Tom, tell us about kindness. What does it mean? So it's probably the most important thing we have as human beings. It is innately who and what we are. I promise we're going to come back to that. People often forget that. They think we are these territorial animals who are supposed to battle to survive. That's a myth and a fallacy. We are here because we were kind. We, were, we are literally here today because our ancient ancestors knew how to help each other. They knew how to form communities. They knew how to create language. They, they knew how to barter and trade. And they knew how to grow beyond their territory. We are here because of kindness. The giver of kindness benefits the receiver of kindness benefits, not only socially, emotionally, but in terms of brain chemistry and overall health and well-being. So if I were to give you a kindness, be kind to you, my brain would release oxytocin, the strongest, most positive chemical in my brain. It's called the love drug. So when Amanda was giving birth to Mackenzie, Her brain was exploding with oxytocin because that's what allowed her to go through all that pain. And when she, and then I imagine a little bit later you, held Mackenzie for the first time, both of your brains were exploding with oxytocin. Love. The recipient, the recipient of kindness also receives oxytocin. The thing that I love most about the research Anyone else witnessing a kind act receives oxytocin. So we can change communities. We can change school systems. We can change school buildings. We can change classrooms simply by teaching kindness. Yeah, so you said what I was going to say before I got to say it. But um, just to add on to that, It's really important to just say very bluntly that our bodies biologically reward us for being kind. Yes. We are built for that. Yes. It is a selfless drug that helps perpetuate us as a community. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I think it's important to say that like we're literally built to be kind. Yes, exactly. And to feel good about it. Yes, yes, exactly. It what keeps us thriving, not just surviving, thriving. So this whole idea of kindness, it increases our positivity. That, that thing that gets us up in the morning, our passion, our drive, our desire to be positive human beings is enhanced and increased when we're kind. So when we do good, we are good. You just said it. We, we are good. The receivers are good. The, the witnesses are good. We're a better community. We're a better world. Um, the whole idea of practicing kindness. So the Buddhists have what they call a loving kindness meditation. Today in our mindfulness work, it's simply sitting down, reflecting on love and kindness for another. And knowing that when we do that, that goes out into the world. 
and it makes an impact. Some people call it prayer. Some people call it mindfulness. The Buddhists call it loving kindness meditation, but that absolutely works. Uh, we know that kindness leads to our better physical health and well-being. So again, here I am at soon to be 66 years old. It benefits me, as you just said, to be a kind human being. So when I'm challenged with an internal conflict, as I have been in the past week or two, and I, I talked to a very, very trusted friend last week, and he listens to me, and he offers me suggestions And he says, I imagine one of the things you're thinking about is retribution. What can you do to get back at somebody? I said, yes, it's crossed my mind. However, I know that if I did that, if I went there, it would hurt me. When we hurt someone else, when we even think of hurting someone else, we hurt ourselves first. So again, as he left our lunch together, I expressed my gratitude for his listening. And he said, I wish you wisdom. And I said, thank you. What I know is if I'm being myself, if I'm being my true, authentic, real self, I'm going to take the high road and be kind. You mentioned earlier, it's common sense. Kindness is simply common sense. We ensure our own benefit when we're kind. We connect to other people. And you know and I know that we must have human connection. Cornell Medical School, six to eight respectful, loving touches a day. Mackenzie gains more weight. She's a happier baby when you and Amanda hold her and touch her. Kindness, warmth, gratitude, trust, forgiveness. Those are all things needed in our culture today. And they begin with kindness. You mentioned earlier, we are hardwired to be kind. We're hardwired to be altruistic human beings. Our bodies are healthier and our brains grow. There's a really neat little Swedish phrase that I love. It's something like this. So kindness doubles kindness. When I'm kind to somebody who's in sorrow, that reduces or halves the sorrow. So shared joy is double joy. Shared sorrow is less sorrow. Mm. So joy, kindness. That's an interesting way to, yeah, I, to I, visualize I, it. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know where I learned that just a, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I, I want to interject real quick and just ask you. So um, if I went up to anybody and said, like, oh, is kindness important? I, I can't think of a single person that would say, no, like kindness mm. is not essential. Mm. So do you think that we have a kindness problem or a lack of kindness? I, I, it certainly feels like it, Mike. So you say if you would go up to somebody and say, is kindness important? Everyone you know and everyone I know would say, yes. Remember the circle we travel in. What, who we know are largely educators. Who we know are people who live their life around kindness. Kindness is, if you will, part of the elementary curriculum. Kindness needs to be, if not, needs to be explicitly part of the middle school and high school curriculum. Um, 
However, when I, when I look at the news, which I try not to do, however, when I look at the news, I see a lot of, lots of examples of kindness. And people still under the mistaken belief that it's only through, through aggressiveness, through taking, through conquering that you get what you need and, and what you want. Um, so cruelty, violence, mass shootings, racism, sexism, that's what makes the news, right? Yeah. Okay. But those are exceptions. Go back to the hurricane in Florida last summer. Go back to the hurricane in Houston. Go back to the hurricane in Puerto Rico. What do we see? Kindness. People finding or getting out their boat or or renting a boat to go pick people up who were stranded in a house that was going to be washed away by water, food being delivered. In New Orleans, still, houses being rebuilt. 9-11, kindness, altruism, to the point of willing to lose my life to save yours. Mm -hmm. The firemen, when everybody's coming down the steps in the Twin Towers, knowing that the towers are going to fall, the firemen were going up the steps. They knew they were going to die, Mike. The innate, and you said it earlier, their humanity, their service for others, their love and kindness said, I will risk my life to save yours. Those are really powerful examples of kindness. Um, One theme that I noticed with all those examples you just gave is that there was some kind of catalyst to it, Mm. some kind of very... um, you know, traumatic Mm -hmm. or something where people are suffering that Mm -hmm. brought out this kindness in people. Mm -hmm. So how do we make kindness less reactionary Mm -hmm. and be proactive with the kindness Mm -hmm. that we show others? So thank you. So first, let's start to be aware. I don't need a hurricane. I don't need a building falling down. I don't need a massive fire or a mass shooting. All those tragedies exist in the heart and mind of every child in America today. All those tragedies emotionally, socially, past traumatically exist in the mind of people my age, 90 years old, 100 years old, or five years old. We need to be explicit about that. We need to tell and share our story. We need to intervene and make explicit all of those examples and stories. Know that there is a burning building in every child. Know that there is a fragile heart. Uh, One of the most powerful things going on in schools today is is trauma-informed care teaching educators like yourself, teaching teachers and administrators how to identify a child in trauma and how to assist them to intervene. 
So that's essential. My role model, as you know, for, for kindness is my wife, Sandra. So our life has been blessed. We have everything we need. And we also have challenge. I watched her put aside everything in her life, her teaching career, her focus on her art. I watched her put aside everything lovingly with no regret to take care of our special needs daughter for now 34 years. You know, you know what it's like to change a diaper. Yeah. I've watched Sandra do it multiple times a day for 34 years. Wow. Kindness. Kindness. And when we're kind, and I watch my role model, I watch my wife every day. When we're kind, there's nothing but joy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but joy. And I think it's really important to make that connection that you just did, where you taking that experience with your wife and, you know, the oxytocin that you, that, that hit you get of it from watching her do that and the impact it has on you spreading kindness throughout your day. Yeah. So I, I get the benefit. Sandra gets the benefit. Ashley is the recipient gets the benefit. And, and you know, this, my daughter's 34 years old. Every single child that she began school with at five has died. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not judging anybody else, but I, am, I know one of the reasons my daughter is still alive is because of my wife's love and kindness and compassion. There's no question in my mind. We just survived another major challenge with pneumonia in most of the month of January being hospitalized. That woman, my wife, will be 70 years old next year. I watched her spend 24-7 in intensive care at the hospital with my daughter. Tired, yes, but no negativity. Love, compassion, and kindness. Wow. Yeah. So kindness isn't a luxury. It's not an extra. It's a necessity. It's who we are, as you mentioned before. Uh, we are, we coexist to respect each other. We coexist to collaborate. We're made to work together. Um, the, the medical doctor's oath is do no harm. That's a great starting place. Just be kind. Just be kind. Mm -hmm. Great. So thank you so much for going into this again. I think it's so important that we are really learning the language that guides us as mm-hmm. being good human beings. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put you on the spot and actually ask you right now for the people listening, if you could challenge the people listening to make kindness a conscious part of their mm-hmm. life this week, mm-hmm. what would you challenge them to do? Uh, a couple different things. So my homework assignment would be one, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Notice and be aware and be mindful of all the little subtle put-downs we give ourselves. Oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, I, I, I always make that mistake. Oh, how stupid I dropped that milk. Stop yourself and offer a, a kind and loving thought to yourself. Number two, express your appreciation and gratitude for the kindness of people closest to you. Don't take anyone for granted. 
And three, and this I found powerful, I give this as a homework assignment to my graduate students. Identify a mentor or a role model in your life. Could be, could be family, could be teachers, could be anyone. Write a letter of appreciation. Say thank you. Be kind. All right. Thank Tom, you, Michael. Thanks for the homework. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions about kindness or the impact or implications of it, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. And if you want to dig a little deeper into kindness and look at some other people who are researching this, then I know Tom has at least one good suggestion. Yeah, I would suggest um, uh, his last name is Ferrucci. And his book is entitled Kindness. And I would also uh, mention the work of the Dalai Lama uh, in kindness and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. All right. Well, thanks for those resources. I'm sure there's some people that we've just been waiting to like dig into something like that on their own. Um, For everyone listening, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.